1: When you're doing your best, ticking the boxes, but you're not truly happy, it is time to access your own self-help support squad, workshops, trainings, and dedicated message support. It's not your fault that you don't have the internal toolkit to get through life well on your own. You will have it now. Valeria interviews Rochelle Knowles. She is a business owner and certified health and life coach, EFT practitioner, and a mindfulness expert helping success-driven men and women whom are stressed, stuck in a rut, no longer enjoying their job, continually repeating bad habits to reconnect to their purpose power, discover their inner peace and calm, and create the life they dream about. Rochelle graduated from university with a BA Hans and Master in Science in Business and Property Finance. She spent her 20s working her way up the career ladder in the corporate and commercial real estate industry. She moved from Paris, New York, and London, chasing her next success goal. When the global pandemic struck, she saw an opportunity to take a leap of faith. Rochelle invested in her well being and healed her past anxieties. Her journey of doing the inner work began healing, breaking bad habits, and becoming a happier and healthier person. It was Rochelle's successful experience with her life coach that encouraged her to follow her passion of helping others heal their inner child, rediscover their purpose, find peace in who they are, realize their potential, and achieve their life desires. The mission behind her business is to provide people with the life tools to decrease their stress, undo their conditioning, and increase their fulfillment. Meet Rochelle at mindful-eyes.com. Here's the interview with Rochelle Knowles.
0: In your own own words, who is Rochelle Knowles?
2: I would say that Rochelle Knowles is a warrior and she's also a healer. Who helps other people discover their own life purpose?
0: Ah, mm. uh, what is not <laughs> to love about that answer? <laughs> what is not to love her? I just have to unpack <laughs> that for a moment. So when you say warrior, what kind of warrior are you?
2: I think I've overcome life's challenges. Um I have overcome addiction. And, yeah, I've forgiven those who who wronged me. And I didn't stay in that darkness. So I think that makes me a warrior.
0: Mm. How did you do that?
2: I did that, I guess, through a life coach. And spirituality, connection to faith and spirit has really guided me on this journey alongside um, life coaching and self-help tools.
0: What is your definition of a spirituality, Rochelle?
2: So interesting. Um, I feel like my definition of spirituality is connection to source. It's connection. We're all made of energy. Everything around us is made of energy. The universe. We are, and um, it's it's that connection to, to to source to God, and also trusting. Mm trusting that the universe almost has your back and it has a plan and
0: surrendering that's interesting that you say that because trust has been now stronger than ever in my life Mm. that it's such a powerful state of being for the conditioned my body and mind of course to surrender to just let Life itself, God, the universe, divine force just guide us and just do mm. what it's supposed to do. That's a big one for me. I'm glad you mentioned <laughs> trust.
2: Yes. For sure. For sure. And you know, I had trust, the word trust on my vision board. I don't know for how many years from, I guess, from, from when my trust was broken at the age of 16 and it was only age 30 that I learned trust. I can trust. Um, so yeah, that's, that's been a definitely a big part of my journey and and it's a difficult one. It it is hard, but again, that connection to spirit can, helps you rebuild your trust.
0: And another question I have for you that is related to trust is how do we learn to trust when we are going through tough times and difficult situations?
2: It's a practice. Yeah. So starting small you know trusting yourself but i believe that the more that we deepen our faith so in terms of practicing spirituality by meditating breath work or even reading spiritual um, books or prayers um, trusting our own inner knowing and it's a practice
0: It's so true. It is a practice. It's (laughs) funny (laughs)
2: because I believed that
0: somehow I would get to that place of trust and stay there. But then I realized that there's no destinations really for anything, that we're always Mm -hmm. learning and growing and evolving. And it takes being open.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Being open, I think, is... (laughs) The outcome that you want might not always happen. So it's not trusting that that's going to happen, but trusting that the outcome that happens is that, that that the universe and source will have your back to help you cope with whatever happens and something so much better is going to be on the other side of that.
0: Beautifully said. I absolutely agree. Another question I often ask to myself and a lot of my guests here is, what is the purpose of all the, challenge that we go through all these uh, tough times even being a human body it already mm. in a way <laughs> it's already the journey of suffering in a way or at least yeah. pain right because it will be painful to be here so what's the purpose of all this
2: The purpose I would say is um, self-discovery and, and personal growth to then serve. Um, mm, I believe that our personal um, pains help us find our purpose, which in turn helps us serve and 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 help others. So, can we learn these lessons without suffering? Yes, I believe that we can. But I also think that when you're learning something, it's there's a there's a need that is there's a, there's a desire. So maybe you haven't personally suffered, but maybe you've watched or seen somebody else. So the intrigue maybe does stem from some, from someone's type of suffering, but maybe not personal suffering.
0: So we can actually learn from other people's suffering by being compassionate and empathic. Yeah. That makes so much sense. I never thought of it that way.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> because usually I think about, especially self-love or love itself, how can you give love if you don't have it for yourself or you don't yet know how to, what love is. So I'm wondering how can we learn that way? But that makes sense too. It might be like an old soul that comes here and already has those imprints, right, Rochelle, already knows these things.
2: I think so. We have everything already within us. It's just about remembering, isn't it? It's remembering your personal power, remembering your self-love. Um, How do you describe what self-help is? This will be
0: the main topic of our conversation today. So Mm -hmm. I would love to know the difference between self-help, self-care, self-love, self-improvement. Are they all the same?
2: That's so interesting. I feel like self-help encompasses all of the different topics and tools and remedies and rituals that help us help ourselves whether that be breath work or journaling or meditation or um, I was going to say supplements, but I guess that's part of a, your, your morning routine. Um, self-help, I'd say, would be more practical tools to help you help yourself, in this case, with your mind and your body and your spirit Mm,
0: Yeah. So those are tools that we acquire throughout our journey. And another question I have is, what does it take for us to come to this place of helping ourselves? Would you say it's the same answer in a way? It takes suffering, hit rock bottom?
2: Well, I believe that there's more of a desire for people to want to help themselves. Um, you know, as Dr. Gabor Mate says, we live in a toxic culture now. And whether it be, you know, the news that's giving us negative, um, constant, constant negative updates or our friends or our colleagues, we're almost surrounded with this negative energy that I don't believe that you need to go through something, um, some deep sort of suffering to actually need the support of mental well-being tools such as self-help tools Um, because the majority of people throughout the day now do suffer some sort of low or anxiety or stress. How
0: do you define mental well-being? What is to be mentally well?
2: To be mentally well is to... To, to not have the highs and lows. So to feel more consistently happy, um, to feel fulfilled with your life's purpose, um, to feel self-confident, to follow your dreams and your passions and to take action on them. Yeah.
0: That's not easy to do, right? Because it takes <laughs> trust again, trust in ourselves, our inner wisdom. What do you suggest for everyone out there trying to find the life's purpose. How do we go about that? How do we know when we are living our purpose?
2: Yeah. Um, it's a journey, but I would say start by looking at the people that you admire in your life. And, you know, you can start by creating a list of all the people that you admire in your life and writing down all the qualities that you like about them. and that. Helps you understand who are you? What are the types of qualities that are in them that are actually in you? And then looking at the things that, you know, what are you passionate about? What are your values? And kind of bringing those together helps you discover, you know, what what is your calling? What are you here to do?
0: Mm, So it does take the work of self-discovery, self-awareness. It takes work, right, Rochelle? It's not exactly. easy. That's why it helps a lot to have a life coach or have some sort of um, community. It's so crucial, isn't it, to have a healthy community around us or healthy people, at least.
2: Definitely. Um, I don't know the stats on... Um having a community but I know that your you know your happiness and your personal growth accelerates rapidly when you are surrounded by like-minded people that are on a similar journey where they're open-minded with their self-discovery and um, you know they're wanting to discover what it is that lights them up what is my purpose or how can I improve my mental well-being and being able to share in a safe space you know what is going on with you what is what is your suffering um, is is so beautiful. And I think
0: it also takes being humble, right? Being open, of course, but being humble because a lot of times yeah. we can we can close ourselves or believe that we don't need anything or anyone, but that never works from my experience. It never did. I guess for some people it might. Have you met anyone who is actually happy and peaceful on their own?
2: Yeah, I think we fight it, don't we? We think, I can do this on my own. Yeah. I can do this on my own. Yeah. I definitely tried that for yeah. <laughs> many years. Yes. <laughs> um, and it ended up leaving me feeling very miserable. So I agree. I think it is about being humble and, you know, accepting help and support. Um, so, no, I haven't met somebody <laughs> that's yes. done it on their own that is a happy you know, they might be a successful person, but are they happy?
0: What do you feel is the purpose of the human experience? Like if it, it had a, a final goal or destination per se, what would that be?
2: yeah it, you know this is this is the question isn't it this is the ultimate question why are we here mm-hmm, yes <laughs> yes and it's so interesting <laughs> because i asked myself this question when i was such a young child i remember just lying in bed and thinking that why what what is the point it's and for me the the human experience we are here to to go on these lessons And um, to learn from our past lives, um, which is something that I I don't know too much about. It's not something I'm experienced in, but it's something I guess I believe in, that we're here to almost learn from our past lives and, and, and make different choices and make better choices. And I feel like every challenge that happens is like a crossroad. You can make this choice and continue the suffering or you can, you know, take the different choice. And it's going to be really hard, but it's going to get better.
0: It has been like an interesting dance uh, listening to this from so many people that we are here to learn and making the right choice. So that kind of implies that we have free will. So that's an interesting thing, because I have heard also that there are just two choices that we can make. Basically, every choice we make, they stem from one, two choices, fear or love. Mm. So with that in mind, I try to keep that in mind all the time. So the reason why we're here is to choose to love, always choose the path of love. Yes. And that's not easy to do, because sometimes... We have to let go of certain people, like stay away from them. In my case, I had to stay away from my family members because of the uh, they were so dysfunctional, in a sense of causing pain, that yeah. I had to stay away from them. So that doesn't seem like too loving to do that. But it is, isn't it?
2: It, it certainly is. And um, it's interesting how a lot of people choose the fear because that is almost the normal. Um, If you've grown up around fear, then that almost is more comfortable for your body and your mind to feel safe rather than actually choosing love, which is something that you may have never experienced. With that
0: in mind, we almost finished with the open question. I have too many. (laughs) You went on and on. But (laughs) uh, let me ask you a question about healing. What is healing to you? And what are some of the obstacles to healing?
2: Healing to me is doing that inner work. So it's taking personal responsibility for your happiness. It is doing the work to clear the stuck and stagnant energy inside your body. So I believe that when um, I believe, and this is actually not just a belief, it's a science, scientifically proven, as I'm sure you'll know, when trauma occurs, you know, it gets stuck in our body, which creates a place for disease and illness to blossom. So as part of the healing process, we need to use self-help tools to clear um and release that energy and um and then it's about implementing change so reparenting your inner child creating healthier habits stopping self-sabotage um I really feel like healing again is like an umbrella for the for the process for the journey that you embark on
0: so what are some of the misconceptions about healing Rochelle from your perspective
2: um that you can you know fix in a day (laughs) yeah yes
0: that's for sure it's a big one (laughs) it's a big
2: one so you know I think everyone's looking for a quick fix and you know transformations happen but it is a journey um yeah I think the quick fix that you know taking pills will will give you the the desired outcome that you want um Yeah, I'd say they're the two main ones for me.
0: That makes a lot of sense. Right. And hopefully that's changing now as well. I hope it is. Although I don't like to hope, I prefer to trust.
2: (laughs) Yes, I believe it is. I think there's definitely been a complete, there's definitely been a change in mindset and um, over the past couple of years. And it's great to see people's minds opening now. Um, And it's great, like podcasts like this and, you know, social media is so helpful to get that that knowledge and that information out there to people.
0: Yeah, so we see a lot more of these alternative healing modalities and more, let's say, off-grid <laughs> in the way yeah. I call them, <laughs> a media. <laughs> so yes, right, that's great news actually. So you are a life coach, mental health therapist, mindfulness expert, founder of Mindful Eyes Coaching. I love this. Um, I love the name of your company and the creator of Self-Help School. An open general question. What is the main intention of your work?
2: The main intention of my work is to help women heal from their past pains. So I always feel like they need to be released from the shackles of their past and connect them to their personal power so that they can start feeling fulfilled and creating a life that you know brings them happiness and joy and mm-hmm. peace of course
0: you are the creator of self help school so talk to me about the services or how does it work what do you offer there all these yeah. beautiful services everything about it i would love to know okay so much
2: <laughs> amazing um i get super excited when i get to talk about this so the why the self-help school was born um i just want to share something so i'm based in england and there's around over 1.6 million people on the waiting list for mental health support and then there's around 8 million people that cannot get specialist mental health support because they're not deemed sick enough so when I read that, I kind of had this light bulb moment and and, and, and thought of the self-help school, which was a low cost solution um, for a life coach, because typically a life coach is around 150 pounds, probably $200 in the US. And, and that's a, a lot of money for um, younger people. So I created the self-help school with this intention to provide a low cost solution. But giving people still the opportunity to join in live sessions. So they get two monthly live sessions um, and then also access to on-demand self-help content, such as exercises that I discussed earlier in the, in, um, the podcast. Um, how do you discover your life purpose? And then meditations, um, goal-setting exercises Um, self-love EFT emotional freedom technique tapping sequences so everything that I described that came under that self-help bundle I wanted to give people the choice so they didn't have to sign up to a meditation app and an EFT app and a journaling app and all of these different things And, and they had it all in one space as well as having the live coaching, which happens twice a month. And then they get to connect with like-minded women that get what they're going through.
0: It's beautiful, Rochelle. Thank you.
2: Thank you so much.
0: It's really beautiful to see this coming, all these beautiful offerings coming back to this reality. Then I see that also that you offer, you just mentioned, a one-on-one sessions. You have guided programs too on your website, corporate coaching, you offer that, and also events in person or online, wellness events. So that's great to mention. Something else that caught my attention was within your services you outline the kinds of help that you provide and I see inner child you just mentioned them earlier too inner child emotion self-love life purpose and forgiveness how do we get to that point of forgiving someone and what is the next step after we have forgiven them
2: yeah yeah it's it's um It's a very important step in the healing journey, and it's also one of the hardest points. Forgiveness is not about the other person. Forgiveness is about about taking back your power. And it doesn't mean that you have to speak with these people or this person. Um, It's about forgiving the situation and understanding that you now have access to this range of self-discovery tools, spiritual tools, and this individual doesn't have access or maybe didn't have access to these tools or isn't doing the work and, and maybe having a look at what happened to them and having maybe an understanding and an acceptance that, um, you know, what what was the trauma that they sort of went through. And... And then I heard this amazing quote. I think it was by, was it Nelson Mandela? Or um, not forgiving is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. And, 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 that, and that's what forgiveness is about. It's about you. It's about you reclaiming your power and no longer feeling like a victim mm-hmm. and feeling empowered.
0: What a beautiful answer to that. Yes, um, that's what my understanding is today. And then I mm-hmm. must add that I was very bad at um, boundaries I saying no. And that's why I got hurt so many times because I wanted to say no, but I couldn't. I didn't have that inner empowerment kind of feeling. It was not there, the, the foundation. So now forgiveness to me is very much connected to boundaries with yes. that that ability to say no when I have to, without being afraid. Yes, definitely. That's not easy, right, Rochelle? It has not been easy. It has been a practice for me still to say no, and I feel bad about it, guilty about it.
2: Yeah, it's definitely, it's a practice, um... It's about prioritizing yourself. And again, that's a big part of the journey is making yourself a priority Um, and then then practicing building boundaries. But this is, again, why it's so great to join a community like the Self-Help School or work with a life coach, because we help you always put a plan together for how you Mm. create those boundaries.
0: So we're almost at the end. I do have a few more questions for you, the ending questions. But before that, would you like to add anything that you left unsaid?
2: Um, I don't think so. I think I'm loving every single question that you've asked me. Um, yeah, I'm ready for the next questions. Yeah.
0: I'm loving your answers. <laughs> it's so amazing to see young people, although I don't see age and I don't see nationality, I don't see color. To me, it's just this huge human family.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: But sometimes it's kind of, um, we can't help but discern and see that some humans, they have not been here for, for a long time and they have so much to share. They have so much wisdom. So mm-hmm. it is your case. Thank you so oh, much thank for, you. for being the inspiration for young people (laughs) what is success to you these days
2: oh my goodness I love this question because if you'd asked me that 10 years ago you know I would have been success is x amount in the bank account it's having this house it's having this car success to me is freedom (laughs) it's freedom it's being emotionally free mentally free not letting anybody disrupt my peace that, that's, it's freedom.
0: That's a beautiful answer, right? Success is freedom, right? Emotional freedom, especially. <laughs> yeah, I agree. What do you love most about being in a human body?
2: Oh, I guess it is having those range of emotions and um, going on the journey of life. It's so interesting and learning and making mistakes and then... And then, yeah, having to, having to learn the message behind it and make different choices. And I love personally growing. I am a completely different person than I was two years ago. My identity has changed. So if I can do that in two years, imagine how much I could change in 10 years. And that fascinates me.
0: What three experiences you wish everyone to have before they lose the body, before they die? Mm,
2: three experiences... Um, three experiences i think that i guess i would love everyone to have the experience of connection to spirituality um like connection to spirituality um self discovery work and I mean, are they all connected to this genre? Because I'm like, oh, everyone should travel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a good idea. That's a good one too.
2: <laughs> I feel like understanding other people's cultures and different backgrounds is, is is really important. And I feel like everybody should do that in some ways. It opens your mind. The reason that people become so closed is because they're living in their same community. And I think it's important that people get out of their community and meet people online from from different communities, different cultures, or yeah, get out and travel as well, helps you understand the world. Oh, wow. That's another very wise answer. <laughs> yeah, so true. I think
0: traveling, there will really teach us a lot of profound lessons. I, I agree about ourselves and how the world is much bigger than we think it is.
2: Exactly. (laughs) So
0: true. Thank you so much, Rochelle, for this conversation today, for your presence in our reality and for everything that you're doing to help this world to become a more peaceful one. Thank you.
2: Thank you so much for having me. I've really enjoyed this conversation with you.
0: Me too. And before we say goodbye, where can we find more information about you, the self-help school, your products, services, and future projects?
2: course so my website is www.mindful-eyes.com and then my two instagrams are at mindful underscore underscore eyes and then at self underscore help underscore underscore, underscore school <laughs>
0: Wonderful. I'll have those links on your podcast profile. So it's easy. (laughs)
2: Fantastic.
0: Click and get there. I'll have them there. Thank you so much again, Rochelle. And we'll talk soon. Bye for now. Thank you. Bye. Bye.
1: Thank you for listening. To learn more about Rochelle Knowles and her work, please visit mindful eyes.com.